Welcome to this episode of GGID. Today, the Refugee Olympic Team. The Olympics are over, yet once again they made a statement that wasn't sufficiently noticed. In this case, the Refugee Olympic Team. It's a statement that is so life-affirming that I find it needs to be brought to public attention more firmly. Following the huge displacement of people as a result of the Syrian war, the largest since World War II, the Refugee Olympic Team was created in 2016 by the International Olympics Committee so that athletes could keep competing even if they had to leave their home country. They have to qualify as any other athlete and compete according to the same standards. In 2016, at the Games in Rio, the team had 10 athletes. This time, in Tokyo, they had 29. They were selected by the International Committee itself and were given scholarships to study in a home country. The 29 were from Afghanistan, Cameroon, Congo, Republic of Congo, Eritrea, Iraq, South Sudan, Sudan, Syria, and Venezuela all strife-ridden countries, making the accomplishment of each athlete that much more remarkable. They competed in swimming, athletics, badminton, boxing, canoeing, cycling, judo, karate, shooting, taekwondo, weightlifting, and wrestling. There is also a Paralympic Refugee Olympic team. While the state of the world points to the almost sure need for a refugee Olympic team in the next game, the team itself, who the athletes will be, and what they will therefore compete in is not yet known. Filippo Grandi, who is the High Commissioner for Refugees, an organization which also manages the refugee Olympic team, describes how he views them. Surviving war persecution and the anxiety of exile already makes them extraordinary people, he says. But the fact that they now are also excel as athletes on the world stage fills me with immense pride. Surely Mr. Grandy speaks for many. Thank you for listening, and until next time, let's make sure that we notice all that's good out there.